Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Yeah, welcome back. It is 6.42. We're living longer and earning more on average than any previous generation. But when and how do you start planning for your retirement? According to the training company, the Retirement Planning Council, many people get extreme vandalust and want to travel to far-flung places once that they leave full-time employment. But will they have enough left over for their dotage once that trip to the Andes is done? Paul Kenny from the Retirement Planning Council is on the line. He also used to be Ireland's pensions ombudsman. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Joe. So, how did you? So, who did you poll for the survey about travel plans post-retirement and that people want to go vandalusting? Well, what we do is we interview the people who take part in our courses. So uh, every week in Dublin, we have one or maybe two uh, open courses with maybe up to 24 people attending. And then around the country, we have uh, courses at different uh, venues. Uh, And we also go into companies uh, to deliver courses to their own people if they've got enough people um, who are uh, on the on the on the way to retirement. Uh, And we also deliver uh, segments of courses uh, to organizations that are on their own um, in-house courses, and we, we deliver uh, some of the, uh, the, the uh, material for those courses as well. Uh, so we've got a lot of things going on. And, and, we, and you uh, spoke we, to them, and they said, well, a huge proportion of them said that they really want to travel uh, in their retirement. Yeah, because for the first time, uh, a lot of them will have time to travel. You see, a lot of people want to go to the very far-flung places like uh, Japan and Australia and New Zealand, sometimes to see grandchildren they'd never seen before or whatever, but sometimes because they just want to get there, uh, see Machu Picchu or uh, the Galapagos Islands or whatever it is. Um, And for the first time, they've got time because these places take a lot of time to get to. Um, and if you've and cost, ever traveled and cost to fair Australia few, or New Zealand, you'll know that it takes a long time to recover from the journey as well. Yeah. And uh, apart from traveling, people do need to plan about what they're going to do and what sort of money they're going to have, to, what they're going to need, because we are all living longer. That's right. Um I started in pensions a very long time ago, and at the time, the actuaries told us that if a man got to 65, he was likely to live on average about 13 years, Mm. and a woman about 17 years. That's gone up by 50% in 50 years. So uh, a man reaching 65 now is on average going to live for about 21 years, and a woman about three and a half years longer than that. Yeah, and if you're born now in 2023, can you expect to live to be a centurion? Uh, Yeah, the sky's the limit. In fact, I remember hearing an actuary about 10 years ago saying that the first child likely to uh, live to 150 had already been born. Wow, okay. So it's all about planning, isn't it, Paul? It is. Uh, It's it's planning, and of course, the thing is that uh, the age at which you retire uh, will also have a bearing on how long your retirement is going to be. Um, so, because, hang on. So, if you, you can afford you to retire, go, so if you can afford to retire earlier, that that's going to be good for your health. Is that what you're saying? It's going to be good for your health, certainly, um, and uh, you've got more time to to look after yourself and do the things that you need to do: the healthy diet, the healthy lifestyle, the exercise, uh, and all the things you need to keep yourself uh, on the right side of the grass, so to speak, um, and. Uh, so uh, early retirement is 
good for a lot of people, but people retire for a whole load of different reasons. People retire because of ill health, obviously. Mm. People retire because of maybe redundancy. Uh, some people go because they have to go um, because their contract says so. Um, and of course, you know, in the public service, that has been the, the norm for a very long time. People have had to go at maybe 65 and in the uniformed services uh, much earlier than that. So if you're, if you're in the guards or in the fire service or in the prison service, you can retire much earlier on a fairly decent pension. That's correct. Yes, absolutely. And of course, the thing is then that uh, not only do you have a pension, but part of uh, the whole package is going to be a lump sum. And that's where the travel comes in, uh, because uh, for the first time, you've got maybe a significant amount of money that you can say, OK, let's do the thing we always wanted to do and head for Japan or Vietnam or wherever it is. Now, um, uh, we mentioned the guards and fire service and all that kind of stuff. They have decent pensions because they're in the public service. Private sector employees usually don't have anything like as generous pension schemes, so they need to start probably in the private sector. Yeah, so Um, they need to start planning earlier, much earlier. And uh, you know, somebody said to me, "When do you start planning for retirement?" And I said, "Financially, on the day you start work." And I met a man recently who was told when he joined his very first employment, his managing director, a man whom I knew myself actually, said to him, right, I want you to start making additional voluntary contributions now. Now, uh, what about the idea of a career change uh, in middle middle age? So let's say you hit 55 and you've been doing the same kind of thing roughly for whatever, 25, 30 years. Is that the time to say, you know what, I want to do something completely different? Yeah, a lot of people do that. Some people do it out of necessity uh, because the physical demands of the job are too too great. So we've got a nurse who says to me, I'm going to work for the next seven years in Marks & Spencer's. And if you go to Marks & Spencer's, you see loads of people in that age group working behind the counter there because that's what they do. But uh, other people say, yeah, I need a change. I want to do something different. So uh, we have a 56-year-old who... Uh, uh, gave up her job in Aer Lingus, took early retirement from Aer Lingus, went to Trinity College for four years and uh, finished up um, for another seven years working as a social worker in St. James's Hospital. Now, that's a career change. Um, but you mentioned to me earlier um, when we were speaking that a lot of people at a certain age decide they want to go into jobs that don't tax them mentally or physically or financially. Yes. They want to do something different. Um, and somebody who's been dealing with may, maybe numbers all their lives, sort of like an accountant or whatever, maybe wants to do something a little bit different, a little bit people-centered, mm. perhaps. Retail? And, out and, uh, and just get a change of scene. And I, I've met quite a lot of people who do that. In fact, uh, I spoke to a man yesterday who said, um, uh, I, I used to be an accountant, but I'm a human now. <laughs> And you also see a number of experienced or older staff in a lot of the DIY stores. And they seem to have, you know, lived their life in a completely different career. And now they're kind of sharing their knowledge with the young householders. That's right. And, and, uh, you know, there are some companies that have a policy of employing older people just exactly for that purpose. Uh, I know that B&Q, for example, does that. They have this quaint idea that if you want to buy a machine tool, you should be talking to someone who could have used one. Yes, indeed. Paul, thank you so much uh, for that. That's Paul Kenny from the Retirement Planning Council. And I guess the message always is start thinking as early as you can about what you're going to do when you're older and can you afford it.